The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever, interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hi, and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy, and I'm here with Tori Weber to radiate support. Tori is, okay, full disclosure, Tori is my next-door neighbor (laughs) (laughs) and friend (laughs) who does a very interesting, has a very interesting job as a postpartum doula and a variety of postpartum services. I know we've talked about motherhood and doulas on this show before, but I think Tori brings something really unique with the postpartum aspect of it. So, Tori, thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. So nice to have you. So a postpartum doula, can you tell us a little bit about what that entails? Sure. Well, there's many different types of postpartum doulas, depending on what their area of expertise is. Mm -hmm. And I concentrate on support of in the Ayurvedic style. So Ayurveda is the sister science of yoga. It's basically Mm -hmm. using food as medicine and herbs. My business, Nettle and Honey, Mm -hmm. is named that specifically because we, I use a lot of herbs and cooking to help warm and nourish the mother postpartum. Right. So most postpartum doulas will be in support of the mother no matter what their particular wishes are. Sometimes that is sibling care. Sometimes that's doing dishes and laundry and housework. Mm. Sometimes it's just being um, holding space and guiding through this huge transformation of woman to mother. Um, Because a lot of women especially in our culture, have never even held a baby before. They have no idea what to do. Oh, my god! And we do all of this preparation and pregnancy for the birth, and then we have this baby, and then we're like, oh, what, now what, what do I do with it? And they don't send you home with a manual. <laughs> no, they certainly don't. And because being a mother is really about tapping into that intuition, yeah. which 
it's hard to do if you haven't been using it. And I think it really, that's what really transforms you is tapping into that side. Right. Um, you know, we talk about a mother's intuition, mm-hmm. you know, and moms just kind of know things innately about their kids. And this is a big transition. Now, um, some people who've been watching this or following me on Facebook know that I have never given birth myself. My daughter's adopted. So I know there are changes that occur in our role, in our status, in our family that comes with motherhood and new motherhood, right? There's a lot of changes. But there's also the body changes Mm -hmm. that might make the social, the relationship changes more difficult too, Mm -hmm. right? So what type of things do you support with the woman's body? Well, and so in in Ayurveda specifically and in a lot of traditional cultures, Mm -hmm. um, they believe that the first 40 days after birth is actually an opportunity Mm -hmm. to rebuild the health of the mother because you've given all of yourself into building this human and now, and then you went through this marathon of birth right? and then you're just kind of left with an empty slate that you can build from the ground up through deep nourishment, warming spices. Mm -hmm. We really try to keep a lot of warmth because warmth is healing. It promotes healing. Mm-hmm. So socks and hats and warm showers and baths and herbs and turmeric and ginger and bone broth. These things are all like promoting right. nutrients and deep nourishment. And nourishment. Yes, and with Nettle and Honey, your company, which is nettleandhoney.com, mm-hmm. you provide teas. Yep. You provide... Uh, nutrition bars as well. Yeah, I have a whole menu, and you can find that on my website. Um, and you can some some people just order food from me, and I deliver it to their doorstep, and I cook it wow. fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they can either stick it in the freezer, or some people invite me into their homes, and I cook with them, or I cook for them and just stash their refrigerator. Um, I just came from a client tonight where I just you know I did. Uh, an hour of newborn support. We did a bath for the baby. We um, made some tea and just chatted for a while. And then I cooked dinner for the family so that and left around five o'clock so they could sit and enjoy that together and not have to worry about it. Oh, and I did some laundry too. What, what a help for a new mom. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's something that we should have. <laughs> and the, the saying, it takes a village, it really does. Right, and it does. That's, what we used to have and what we have in a lot of other cultures. Right. Um, the, the women in the community should come together right. and take all of these things off your plate so that m- the mother has the opportunity to really just lie horizontal, heal from the birth, heal from the process of pregnancy mm-hmm. and building a human, and then also... On top of that, breastfeeding or even just recuperating, feeding the child in any way. Right. Um, There's the whole factor of sleep deprivation. So you're trying to get back to normal, but then you're also not sleeping. So that's why the nourishment is even more important. Right. Um, So we, we have this in other cultures, but unfortunately here... Um, we don't have it as much. 
No, our families are spread out. Yeah. You know, many times we don't live in the same city or the same part of the country even. Yeah. Sometimes those are our parents yeah. and our sisters. Sometimes and, I right? say I kind of hate that I have this job, but it's also so necessary. It's so necessary. I know you don't have your family around here either. No, I don't. But no. I do have a wonderful mother-in-law, and that's one of the biggest reasons we live in Kansas City. That's wonderful. Yeah, right. I think it's important to have some form of support around. Yeah. And if you don't, or if you're, for some reason, your family just is unable to support you, it's or wonderful. Or mm-hmm. your family is around, and it's not exactly the type of help that you would want. That's a good point. Or, you know, you say your mother has some health issues, and you don't want to burden them, or they, you, there's always need for extra hands. Mm-hmm. Right. And most often, I'm I'm not doing everything for this family. Right. It's just filling in the gaps. But in a very knowledgeable way, that even sure. if we have family around, even if we have a supportive mom or a family structure, um, they couldn't help with nutrition, uh-uh. right? And they couldn't help with lactation, you know, and some right. of the very specialized things that you can help with. Yeah. And, of course, you're not a medical professional. Right. But you are a fantastic referral source. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What type of things do you refer? All types of things. Um, A lot of times lactation support. And we have specific people, IBCLC, which is Mm -hmm. um, International Board Certification Lactation Consultant. Um, Craniosacral therapy. Yoga. Mm -hmm. Yoga. chiropractic, acupuncture, massage therapy, counseling, um, the list goes on and on. Um, but most often it's lactation support. I'm sure, you know, you would think or that physical it's... physical therapy, we do that too. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Like pelvic floor physical mm-hmm. therapy? Right. Yeah, or physical therapy for the baby. Because mm. body work and lactation actually kind of go hand in hand. Really? Yeah, if there's tension in the tongue... Right. And that's not working itself out, then craniosacral is wonderful for, like, releasing all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just getting the body aligned. They're cramped up in these little tiny <laughs> fetal position, and sometimes they're not in the most optimal position. Right. And just releasing that out can make for much more. You know, we think about the trauma that the mother goes through, but the baby has mm-hmm. a lot of trauma, too. Yeah, they're doing 80% of the work in birth. The baby I mean, the mother's body is going through a, a lot. A lot. But right. they, the, the baby's got to make their way doing this spiral oh through the vaginal canal. And then they come out and their head's all <laughs> misshapen. <laughs> and that squeeze yeah. is yeah. important. Um, but it also might take a little bit of unwinding after the birth for both mom and baby. Oh, of course. That's very important, I think, and I think it's often overlooked, too. Mm -hmm. That's why I I just am so glad there are people like you who are talking about this thing, these Mm -hmm. things, and, you know, encouraging new moms to experience this with their babies, to start off on the right foot. Yeah. Well, I know with my first baby, I thought I was very prepared for both birth, pregnancy, birth, and postpartum, Mm -hmm. but I was shocked at how unprepared I was for postpartum. Oh, sorry to hear and, that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even, 
it wasn't a bad experience by any right. means, but I, w- I don't think that our culture really supports the, the knowledge right. of like what it is to go through um, that transformation and just how tired you're going to be and just how much this child needs you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you're trying to recover. Yeah. Because your body has been through a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you've got this new baby that needs you. Yeah. And then your and your hormones are going oh. all over the place and your organs are swimming in your body and you just don't really feel like yourself. <laughs> I can and imagine. It's, it's a it's a lot. And you should have support. Absolutely. While you're going through it. So you can help women with the lactation, with body changes, mm-hmm. with recovering their their body shape with the yoga and all of yeah. this too. Yeah, and body wrapping. Body wrap. What is that? Um, you can have really beautiful body wraps that are. It's like um, Mayan wraps that go around and around. It's almost like a really really long sari right. um, that you wrap really pretty. Or you can have postpartum leggings <laughs> that are just you just put them right on. But basically, what it is is it um, it compresses the organs. So that you feel a little bit more like yourself. And oh, it right. also promotes healing because you are kind of floating around and it'll help tuck that kidney or the, that liver right back where it needs to go oh, and yeah. bring the intestines back kind of right to be. And oftentimes you've got some abdominal separation and um, that can bring that back together as well. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. so important, I would imagine. Just helps you stand straighter mm-hmm. and hold the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so heavy. Yeah, so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so fast. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Even eight pounds for 24 hours is, whew, that's a little much, isn't it? Yeah. And you work in a really interesting practice. Tell us about mm-hmm. the practice that you work with. Yeah, I work out of home, holistic. Um, it's, a yoga center. It's a center for women in all stages of life, whether it's preconception, mm-hmm. um, prenatal, postpartum, and even grandmothers. Um, we Menopause. have, yeah, yeah. We have a lot of different practitioners that work through the building. So we have um, birth doula. So it's there's four of us on the birth doula team, including myself, um, and then we have a bunch of yoga teachers that. There's prenatal classes literally every day of the week. And then we have mommy baby yoga. We we do baby massage. Um, And the practitioners that work there, we have chiropractic, acupuncture, prenatal massage or all massage, um, therapy, counseling. um, Some midwives just joined our team. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Right. They were my midwives too, so it's even better. Oh, Um, right. Because you have a new baby. I do. Yeah. How old is Sora now? Six months today. Oh, my God. I know. It makes me really sad. It goes by so, so fast. fast. Especially the second time around. Right, because you've also got a three-year-old running yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I've got one, and I've got my hands full. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. imagine a toddler and a newborn but or an infant. It's a lot, but it's all. But it's beautiful yeah. and wonderful. You've got great yeah. kids. Hi, this is Christy. I just want to say that we here at Radiate Wellness hope you're enjoying this podcast. It's free to you, and we hope that you find it informative and inspirational. Heck, even fun. 
we have just three small asks of you to help us radiate growth. First, please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. That way, you'll receive a notification every time that we have a new podcast episode out. Next, please give us a thumbs up, a like, or a five-star review. If you're feeling inspired, a positive review wouldn't hurt. These two small things will help others find us when they're searching for great podcasts. Finally, please tell your friends about the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Better yet, show them how to find us and how to subscribe. If everyone did that, we would double our audience. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. And so, yeah, you do, you guys do a lot at home health, Mm -hmm. right? The yoga, midwives, doulas. Counseling. Oh, pelvic floor therapy. Right. That's important. Mm -hmm. Even when trying to conceive, it's very important Mm -hmm. to get the pelvic floor yeah, I actually went a be. lot um, prenatally, too, because I had a C-section with my first, and oh, okay. I really wanted to make sure that for my VBAC, like, I wanted to make sure everything that was tight was tight and everything that was loose <laughs> needed to be loose, and, um, and she was very helpful, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, you have so many services there that are just great for yeah. new moms and families. And what about the dads? Do you, in your practice, do you help the dads? I work hand in hand with dad. Like my support is right. for the family to thrive. And yeah. I really try to work very closely with the dad or partner mm-hmm. um, to help the mother in a way that she can be best supported. So I can kind of be like, hey, let's go um, like put a pillow behind her. <laughs> and and then he'll start a bath. Know that. Yeah, yeah. And he'll start to do it on his own. Oh, that's um, great. Partners want to help. They, they don't do. often know how. That's just it. Yeah. You know, all of this is, seems to be such a lost art in some way. Yeah. You know what bit. I mean? Mm-hmm. Right? Because it used to be that families would come in and somebody would stay with you for the important first 40 days. Yeah. Right? And I was always also wondering, why 40 days? What's that about? Hmm. Well, it's the fourth trimester. So each right. trimester of the pregnancy is that same amount of time. So then the 40, 40 days after is the fourth okay. trimester. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, think about a kangaroo. Like a kangaroo lives within the mother's pouch. And babies are, human beings are right. one species that cannot live without the mother after birth. Right. Most animals are born and if they're running off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but they, it's really part of the birth process still. That sure. They're, they're still with you and you're feeding and you're loving. Yeah. Love is actually really important for human development. Yeah. Um, touch. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just yeah. becoming a family. Because in so many cultures, the 40 days is crucial. Mm-hmm. And you can't light candles, you can't cook food, you can't even get out of bed, you can't even shower, right? Yeah, can't have a shower, which we've kind of come away from. I can understand where they're coming from. It's basically like, you shall not move because this is your job is to lay with your baby. Mm-hmm. However, warm water is actually really nurturing. Epsom salt baths are really great for healing. Um, and 
bathing with your baby is really special right. too. So th- those are things that we do. I, I think it's nice to be clean. <laughs> well, and you're um, also covered with things from yeah, the birth. Yeah, right. Yeah. I actually don't know that much about why you can't bathe at all, but it's right. I think just part of um, continuing on this particular period of time that you don't want to rinse any of that off. Yeah, and there is a special the. Um, um, the covering on, on babies. Right. You don't want to take that off necessarily. Most of my clients don't bathe their babies for at least 10 days yeah. afterwards because it's a protective coating. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially if you're in the hospital, you don't really want to take that coating. You don't want to take that off. That's absolutely right. Now, you know a lot about what you do. You've been doing it for a while now. Yeah. And so what type of training and certifications would somebody need to have if they wanted to be a doula or a postpartum doula? Um, so postpartum doula training. There's actually one coming to Kansas City, I think, in March. Oh, I interesting. Think I just saw that. Um, there's a lot of different organizations that host the certification. I got mine through Kappa. Um, there's Dona, there's, there's several, um, it's a weekend training, but you can't really learn everything you need to know in one weekend. Same with the birth doula training. It's like, okay, you've taken, you know, your three days and now go off and, but the thing about being a doula is it's really about supporting the mother where they're at and, You can always learn more and more and more along your journey, but you don't really need a training to support someone. Um, exactly. There is, most of the training is learning about how to just hold space um, and be there yeah. and, and not tell them what, you're, what you should do, but more about um, listening to your own intuition. Mm-hmm. I'd had Heather Platt, who uh, teaches about holding space. Mm. She gives seminars about holding space. And we yeah. took a deep dive on that. And we think it's a simple thing, but it's very profound. Yeah, yeah. So it's not for everyone, for sure. Right. Not everyone can do it. Um, and like anything, you might try. And if it's not a good fit, then it's not a good fit. And maybe your business doesn't thrive doing it. But... Um, so anyways, back to your question, I, the, there's the postpartum doula training. Right. There's um, birth doula trainings, which I really think is essential to realize what, because we do a lot of birth processing. Right. Um, and to understand what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that you know, there's plenty of doulas who have never had children that are still involved I was wondering about that. To, um, yeah. And midwives, too, I think, who have not had children. Yeah. Are there ever any men who do this? There are, yeah. Are there really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, I don't know of any in Kansas City, but there right. are definitely a lot of men do yeah. Now, you mentioned that uh, Ayurveda is mm-hmm. um, a big component of mm-hmm. what you do and the herbs and the teas and things that you provide. Um, did you get a certification in Ayurveda as well? Yes. I did. Um, so it's a specific program called Newborn Mothers, and mm-hmm. it's um, 
coming from the teachings of Isha Oaks and um, Ayurveda in the postpartum time. There's, I know you talked to Sarah. Sarah. Kachira. Yeah, and there's um, the three different doshas, which are important, but in the mm-hmm. postpartum time, it's a very vata time. This is the air quality mm. um, because you've had this big space in you that is now empty, and now you have this empty space, right. and it can fluctuate a lot with hormones. It can cause anxiety. It can cause depression if you don't tame right. that vata calm it down mm-hmm. and that's where all the warming um soothing okay spices and broths and trying to calm the that space right um so i kind of in my line of work i just assume everyone is a vata <laughs> <laughs> and we do a lot of vata calming foods and therapies and um yeah right everything geared activities. to Okay, yeah. good. Right, right, right. And, um, of course, your website, your branding is Nettle and Honey. So what is the role of nettle in healing? Mm. Well, you talked about it being, like, covering a lot of bases. Yeah, it sure does. It, um, so nettle has a lot of nutrients, vitamin K. Mm-hmm. It's got chlorella. It's got, um, it has a lot of hormone balancing properties to it. It's Mm -hmm. great for um, preventing hemorrhage. It's a blood balancer. And you're going from a pregnant body has 40% more blood than you normally do. Oh, wow. And then it's gone. Right. And you're you're bleeding postpartum. And so you need that that help and that support. So it's it's just a support for the body. Yeah. Um, And it can mimic a lot of things that placenta encapsulation can do. You had mentioned that Mm -hmm. earlier when we were talking. What is that? So most mammals actually consume the placenta postpartum, like right directly after birth. And some people do choose to consume the placenta directly after birth. It's kind of a lot and can be a big boost in hormone. Do they consume the whole thing? Some people do. Some Some people people will chop it up into pieces and do like placenta smoothies um we in the modern world (laughs) and one of my birth doula partners uh jessica sexton she does uh placenta encapsulation so there's a process of steaming it and drying it um and then it gets powdered down and put into a capsule okay and there's a whole process of like the first few days you take quite a few pills and then you dwindle down from there so that because the placenta is taking um, the role of a lot of your hormone activity, and it, then it needs to go back to the thyroid. Oh, And wow. your thyroid might be a little confused, and so that when you consume it, it will help balance. Right. And get right. your body back to normal. So it can help with milk production. Mm-hmm. So both placenta encapsulation mm-hmm. and nettle help with milk production, mm-hmm. because milk is actually white blood um oh interesting because it's a blood balancer that's what it helps with oh very interesting so of course you couldn't consume it directly after the birth you'd have to wait a while for it to be processed etc etc yes but it would only she does it within a day and a half so oh good 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 quick 
Right. I know a lot of animals do, and it's full of nutrients. Yeah. And she also makes, um, so she's got the, the pills and then a tincture, which lasts forever. And you can, oh. I'm saving some of mine for menopause. I gave some of mine to my mother for oh menopause. Oh, my gosh. And you can even save it for your teenagers for when they begin oh, their cycles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you freeze it? Well, the tincture is an alcohol, so, so that will last it. forever. Um, the pills you can freeze, but that wouldn't last, you know, years right. through menopause. But Oh, how interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't matter if it's your own placenta or not. No, but it does work better if it's within your own bloodline. Right. Yeah. But we do have mothers to decide not to use their placentas, but they donate them to us for, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you might have a health condition where you can't use your placenta. Right. So we use the donor. Right. I was wondering about that. So thank you for answering that question before I asked it. Because I was was thinking, well, what if um, somebody can't? use it um is it healthy for newborns to use it to have placenta they wouldn't consume it well they wouldn't consume it but like maybe a tincture or something like that uh not getting it it would just get it through the mother's milk milk. right 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 yeah but also she Mm -hmm. makes a placenta salve and that is excellent for baby skin right um nipple cream Mm-hmm. <laughs> All Absolutely. kinds of things. Dry skin. Yeah. Well, you know, if in you mentioned the nipple cream, I mean, with lactation, we, as I said before, we think it's such a natural, easy thing, but a lot of people truly have problems yeah. with it. It's natural, but it does it doesn't mean it's easy. Birth is natural, and it's certainly not easy. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, and there's things. That get in the way, just mobility of the tongue and learning mm-hmm. to, um, it's just a process of the baby needs to learn and you need to learn and, and then that, that all needs to come together and exactly. it takes a lot of time and um, just having a little bit of extra support there can be helpful. Well, that's excellent that people have doulas and postpartum doulas that can help with that. And then actually receive the support with nutrition, with services, with just having someone to talk to. But is this normal? Yeah. Do you deal with a lot of that? Totally. I <laughs> I would say ninety percent of my clients hire me just to make sure that you know they're doing what they right are supposed to be doing. Like yes. <laughs> is this right? Is it normal? Yeah. Am I doing this correctly? Yeah. So can I do this better? What can I expect? I can imagine. Exactly. So many questions. Motherhood is a big, big change yeah. for us, for the families. Yeah. Right. So if somebody wanted to contact you, talk about what your services are, um, talk to you about hiring you or just learning more about what you do and the other practitioners at Home Health, mm-hmm. how would they contact you? Um, well, you can come visit us at Home Holistic and Old Overlip Park, take a yoga class. It's for right. all women of any time. Um, you can find me on my website, nettleandhoney.com. You can find me on Instagram, nettle.honey, on Facebook, nettleandhoney. Mm-hmm. You can email me, tori, T O R I, at nettleandhoney.com. Wonderful. 
Well, super. It's been so enlightening to talk to you and fascinating as well. I've had, um, gosh, there was Mersada Hoffman who talked about uh, coaching moms to, I mean, it's basically post-postpartum, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Coaching moms and then Jean Mitchell talking about the prenatal changes that go on in the body and now Tori Weber to talk about postpartum. Motherhood's, again, very important and a huge change for all of us. So I really thank you for coming to talk to me and talk to our listeners about this. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Radiate Wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.